All right. Well, we are joined right now with Spike Spencer. Uh, Spike, how are you doing today? I'm ridiculous. Thanks for asking. Awesome. Am so, I close enough to the mic? Can I lean back like this? Um, with these mics, the closer the better. Yeah. Got to get all Hello. up in there. There you go. <laughs> I am now here. So uh, I'm about to eat this microphone. So how's how how's your time been so far at the con? You've been having fun. Uh, it has been wonderful. I've only been here for a little while. I came in last night, and uh, what happened last night? Nothing. And then uh, we woke up and then had breakfast, which you know you do in the mornings. Right. And then uh, panel. No, no autograph signing. Panel with Tiffany, and now I'm here. Awesome. There you go. Well, it's great to have you. Um, So I want to start off with a question that I think most of our listeners probably want to know. Okay. And that is, how did you get into voice acting? Ah, yes. Take us back. Well, uh, voice acting, uh, overall, I'm an actor, and I started uh, doing, um, I was acting in at University of Houston in 19, I don't remember, a long time ago. (laughs) And I, so I've been a professional actor, so I was doing commercials and radio spots, et cetera. Uh, but as far as anime is concerned, uh, I was doing a live-action movie with uh, Amanda Wen Lee, who is like my sister. She was—I uh, recently got married, and she was my wife's uh, one of my wife's bridesmaids, and her husband Jason Lee was one of my groomsmen. So we're all close. And uh, but I had met her doing a a movie together, live-action, and uh, we we're just you know cutting up and being silly. And she's like, "Hey, I'm doing this uh, this anime stuff, this ADR stuff. You want to come on and do some of that?" I'm like, "Anime? What's that?" And she's like, you know, Japanese animation. I was like, cartoons? She's like, mm, not really. I said, does it pay? She said, yes. I said, I'm there <laughs> because I'm a voice whore. Um, let's, just, let's just put it out there. The does it pay seems to be a common thread so yes. far. <laughs> it's like that's yes. how it starts off. I can't it's really say I'm any different. <laughs> yeah, it's a job. I mean, yeah. this is what we do. We are actors. We want to perform, and we love doing what we do. But it's like, oh, you love doing what you do. Here, do it for free. No, <laughs> I don't think so. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, so yeah, I started doing that uh, with uh, Matt Greenfield over at uh, AD Vision. And uh, then, gosh, I did a couple of things. I think Super Atragon was the first one I ever did. I did a couple lines on that. Then I think I was Takateru in Suikoden. And maybe a couple of the small ones, and then boom, uh, Shinji hit an Evangelion. We had no idea it was going to be big. Yeah. It was Oop. just like another job. Who'd have know. thought you'd be doing it this, <laughs> this far May, in the Are future? you kidding me? Yeah, at my age, still you know, sounding like a little whiny 13-year-old. <laughs> wow. So, so you've done uh, a lot of live-action stuff as well as some commercials, things like that. Mm-hmm. What, what are some of the major differences between live-action acting and voice acting? Oh, Lord, night and day. Yeah. Uh, it's, and Tiffany just made a really good point in this panel. It's like when you're on a set and you're working uh, eight-hour days, 12-hour days, 15-hour days, mm-hmm. most of that time you're spending in your trailer being bored off your nut. I mean, it's just it's so boring tedious and then it's like we need you at the set right now blah you go in blah do your thing for a couple hours and you're done and you back to the doing nothing just waiting and it's 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 very it's an odd world mm-hmm. i love it i mean don't get me wrong i would love to be on the set every day but um yeah but voice acting is great cuz you get to go in and you work right away mm-hmm. you walk in bam you're working for an hour two hour four hour whatever bam 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 bam, bam go 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 then go home yeah. there's no downtime is get in do it get out it's wonderful. What's the longest session you've ever done for voice acting? Like, like what, what's an average session and what's kind of like a marathon? Holy crap, I can't believe I just did that. An average session, well, it's different for where, depending on where you are. Uh, like, for example, Hollywood, it's usually two hours tops. 
It's, you know, you go in and even that two hours, you're sometimes you're in there for 15 minutes, you're in there for an hour, hour 15, whatever. Uh, then the next one is obviously four hour set. Uh, but the longest I've ever done, I think it was an eight hour run for me. Uh, and I think it was at Funimation. I think they do a lot at Funimation. They do longer uh, sessions. You know, that's just the way they they crank it out. But in in Hollywood, it's just a little different. It just doesn't. It's hard to go that long. Yeah. And kind of a more technical question. I mean, eight hours of of yeah. talking and and trying to do a voice. I mean, how do you how do you maintain your voice throughout that kind of length of time? Scotch. Scotch, lots of scotch. Lots of scotch. <laughs> just Helps drink it. Soothe the yeah. cords. Absolutely. No, actually, uh, there's so many different things. Uh, you just have to be careful with it. Number one, you do the screaming at the end. Right. So that's, that saves that. Um, there's stuff, it was so funny because, um, like I said, I'm, I'm coming down, my voice usually isn't quite this deep. It's, you know, this is really cool. I wish I, I, wish, <laughs> I wish my voice was this low all the time. It'd be very cool. Hey, baby, I'm Shinji. I'm going to get all up in your Ava. You know, that'd be awesome. Yeah. But uh, that's not how it goes. Um, so people would love to see that, by the way. If like, grew up. A very different Girl. type of show. <laughs> Getting all up in your Ava. Um, <laughs> that's that's going to be my go-to now. See, this cough drops. That's why. Mm, nice. Oh, this is not professional, kids. You shouldn't do this at home. But man, my throat is killing me. Totally um, so you're going to hear me sucking on a cough drop here, and this is uh, just out of necessity because I have a lot more talking to do this mm. weekend. Um, but there's. Obviously, your hot teas uh, and, and honey and lemon and that kind of thing, the regular stuff. There's this thing. I don't know what it is called. You get it in a Japanese or a Chinese uh, store, and it is – oh, God. So many voice people know what it is. Steve Bloom said golden throat once before. No, there's golden throat. Yes, we, we've worked with that, but that's, a, that's a, kind of a lozenge as well. This is this dark, viscous – it's like – Jägermeister kind okay. of, but you take a, a, a. I just had this. I was at Bang Zoom yesterday, and they gave me a, a shot of that, and it's just like not Jägermeister. Are you sure it wasn't Jägermeister? <laughs> it wasn't Jägermeister. <laughs> Believe me, I went to college. I know Jägermeister. Uh, but no, this stuff it just coats and soothes, and you're just like, wow, that's pretty good stuff. I, it's made out of you know, God knows what, yeah. but it's great. I can't. I can. I can picture it. if I saw it at the store, I could get it. But a lot of um, the voice actors will tell you that's something good too, and just taking care and, and talking from your diaphragm and screaming from your diaphragm, that sort of thing helps right. a lot. Proper so, training. You know, mm-hmm. I, I see that a lot of voice actors are, are, are uh, musically trained as well. So I don't know if you I am not. You are not. Ah. No, I just scream well. <laughs> That's awesome. You don't want to hear me sing. So, uh, so. A, again, kind of back to the differences between vocal work and live action. I, I mean, I would imagine it has to be a lot more difficult without having the tools that you have when you're doing a live action role as far yeah. as not being able to utilize your facial expressions and gestures and things like that. How, oh, do you, yeah. how do you kind of compensate for that in the booth? Well, everything has to come out of your voice. You have to, I mean, it's like, it is acting as well, especially now, video games, there's not like, oh, you can do a wacky voice, jump in. It's not that, it's acting, it's deep. And it has to be more subtle. It ha- everything has to come out of your voice because that's what's going to convey what's on the screen. And the directors really can bring that out of you. They're, they're, they're really great with that. But like, for example, Shinji, if, you know, Shinji's screaming and, and what are in the original days, I mean, I've got it down more to a science now, but it's like, you know, when we first got into Shinji, he's screaming, I'm, I'm screaming, he's crying, I'm crying. I'm just, you know, it was a full all around acting experience. And I still do to a certain point. It's just, it, we've honed it so to where it's like, we, we got it. We know what, what Shinji's going to do and we know how to do that. Um, 
But there are different techniques. Like anime is bigger, broader, wackier. You get into video games, you've got to get down. You've got to be cool. You don't, you, there's no extra. Right. There's no extra. You think, man, he's not saying anything. Yeah, he's saying everything. Right. Instead of, you know, I'm going to come get you. You know, it's like, <laughs> I'm going to come get you. And that's all you got to say, you know. One of the things I'm curious about, uh, actors and actresses will oftentimes have to deal with the types of roles they can be cast in changing as, as they age or go through different life experiences and whatnot. But I would think that intuitively voice acting is kind of exempt from that because as long as you can sound like a 14 year old, it doesn't matter how old you actually are. Is, is there kind of a more longevity to, would you say to voice acting as a result? Oh, absolutely. Um, it was funny. I was uh, one of the first cons I ever went to. Uh, there was June Foray was there. And she is like the grand dame of voice acting. She's been everywhere, everything. She was uh, Natasha in Bullwinkle. She was also Rocky the Squirrel in Bullwinkle. People don't know that. She was Jokey Smurf. She was the grandmother on uh, for Tweety Bird and uh, the, the witch in Looney Tunes, that witch Hazel that would, you know, cackle and take off and her little hair... <laughs> things she did all that and so there she's like 80 something now i think and she still can do it and i saw her and i had no idea who she was and she's like hello everybody i you know and i, I was rocky and she goes hey rocky <laughs> and we're all flipping out yeah i mean you know it was just crazy and um so i know you can do it for a long long time things do change in your voice and when i'm teaching i tell people say look you know your voice is your voice. It, there's no, nobody else has your voice. You can sound like people. They can be very, very similar to you, but they haven't lived your life. Every aspect of your life goes through your vocal cords. Everything that you do is part of that. So your acting life, your face changes, your life changes, your body changes, your voice changes. It may get a bigger range. It may be a different texture, a different tone, but there's always a certain sound that just is there. You know, it's like the presence that you obtain over time that, that helps. I've gotten better at what I do, and I know that. There's a confidence that comes out of it. It doesn't mean I'm going to get every role. doesn't mean, you know, it just means that I'm, I, I know what I'm doing, I'm good at what I'm doing, and I can come at it from a different level, or I could play roles now that I couldn't play 10 years ago, you know, and that's just the way it is. It's just like anything else. You grow as an actor. Right, and, and you mentioned earlier that when you're playing Shinji specifically, that when he's laughing, you're laughing. When he's crying, you're crying. Um, have you have you had those experiences with a character that you've been voicing that you connect with them on that emotional level? Not as much as Shinji. Mm. Yeah, Shinji is pretty much the the most connected I've ever been to any character. That's why it's a love hate relationship. They get people like going, "You hate Shinji." I'm like, "No, he's paid my bills." Sometimes, you know, it's it's not a lot, but it's it, but it's a great character. It's allowed me to go. I have no doubt. I mean, that's my most famous character. So I know that when I go to a convention, that's who they know better than anything else. So it's, it's really enriched my life, and I've been very blessed to, to play that role. But it was a, an acting role, first and foremost. It, I'm nothing like Shinji, <laughs> period. <laughs> that's it. I wouldn't say that. I mean, you've got plenty of <laughs> other roles that you've done, that's for sure. Mm. So. And, it's, and it's, yeah, but I'm, it's like the character of Shinji. And that's one of the reasons, we, Tiff and I were just talking about that. It's like Matt cast me because it was such a stretch mm -hmm. that it was like, okay, this is not going to be easy. And Shinji's role is not easy. So we put it together as an acting role. It worked out really well. 
Have you ever had that happen where you've had a director or someone or maybe a fellow voice actor who you've really wanted to work with and they said, we want you to do this character and you're like, I'm not doing this character and then you get pushed to that kind of place and whatnot? No, never. Never? Uh, never. <laughs> if I get a job, I get it, I go for it. I mean, hey, yay, woohoo, I got a gig. You know, this is, is you get a gig and do it. I don't think I've ever turned down a gig. Uh, I lost one because I didn't, I had a falling out with the director a bit. I told him to go have sexual intercourse with himself. But uh, <laughs> that will lose you a job, just so you know. But I'd already lost the job, so it didn't really matter. So <laughs> like, whatever. I gave him a full invitation. Yeah. Uh, tips. <laughs> yeah. But uh, no, I mean, you get the job, you, you do it gladly, happily, and have fun with it because it's an awesome thing, you know, awesome opportunity to get to do ever work, you know. Yeah, definitely. So, um, you know, I know being a voice actor can be is is a little strange to people who aren't familiar with the industry. Oh. If you're at, let's say, a dinner party or or something of that nature, how, how do you, when people ask you what you do, mm-hmm. uh, what do you tell them? How do you how do you express or explain? What I'm telling predominantly, I do. I'm I'm an actor and I do a lot of voice work. And in Hollywood, they get it. They know right. it right off the bat. Mm-hmm. Anywhere else, you're a crazy novelty <laughs> party clown. Suddenly, it's like, oh, let's do this. You're like, okay. You know, they're like, what? How did you do that? You know, and like, what else can you do? I'm like, well, I don't know. <laughs> it's like, well, okay. Well, sure, he can do that. And they freely flip out. Yeah. You know, and I'm like, yeah, it's, it's cool. <laughs> and uh, it's just a bizarre thing because I, I do that with people that are not in the industry. When we're in the industry and we're just sitting around joking and coming up with these crazy voices, it's, it's like, it's just how we roll you know it's what we do because it's fun um but most of your voice actors are actually pretty subdued unless you get us all together in a bunch and throw in some 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 drinks and yeah. it just gets off the hook energy it's, just feeds off of each oh other. it's oh it's nuts some of us you put I, a lot of people are really quiet and then they get in the booth and they're just amazing and then other ones you put us together and it's just like oh fire <laughs> I got some of my buddies, we just go off at conventions and we're just laughing our asses off so much. Uh, at the end of the, the whole thing, it's just, we lose our voice anyway because <laughs> we laugh so much. Do you, do you get to wander the convention floor a bit or do you kind of try to stay away? No, nah, I, don't, I don't really uh, anymore. I used to. It's, I, I've done so many of these. It's been, I don't know, eight years now, I guess, eight or nine years now uh, that I've been doing these quite a bit. And it's... It's it's all the same, you know. I mean, it really is. There's the dealer room, and the, there's the the game room, and then there's the all the panel rooms where they're doing cosplay this, or you know, people whapping each other with <laughs> the duct tape bats yeah. and whatever. It's like I've okay, it. it's all fun and it's yeah. great, but I've seen it. You know, it's nothing new. What? Well, you said you've been doing it for eight years. Mm-hmm. What's one of the most bizarre encounters you've had at a convention in these years? I've had so many bizarre encounters. <laughs> um, it's hard to say, really. I mean, some I really can't say, but, uh, you know, those are the ones that have been just awesome. Um, I think it was – the one thing I can say, it, it really didn't have to do at, at the con, but it was because of a con. Um, I know everybody wants to say, well, it was this anime thing, and he did this. But I went to London Anime Comic Con, uh, and it was really cool. I wasn't a Whovian then. I'm a big Doctor Who fan now, and I, I'm a huge sci-fi nerd. I what Doctor is your favorite? Um, I, you know what? I like Eccleston. Okay. I thought he was awesome. I mean, I, I love Matt Smith. Uh, I love uh, David Tennant. I, I thought they were absolutely wonderful and phenomenal. I grew up with Tom Baker, but I never really watched it religiously because it scared the crap out of me. I was a kid. And, uh, but when I started watching it, it was Eccleston. I was like, this is like a badass Doctor Who. I dig this guy, you know? And then he was gone. I was like, what happened? 
And he's like, he's a new guy. I'm like, what is that? I didn't know this transformation <laughs> thing at the time. I was like, what happened? I was like, okay. Yeah. Um, so, so what was it that happened at that con you were mentioning? Oh, well, it was, um, I was sitting in the green room and I'm looking over to my right and there's Tom Baker and two of the other doctors sitting right there. And I look back on that and I go, why didn't I go over and say hello? My God. But I was actually just in uh, Doncaster, England at a convention and we were right next to the uh, uh, seventh doctor, um, the one who played cricket. I forgot his name. Um, but yeah, he got a picture with my wife and we were sitting there talking to him and then the eighth doctor was on the other side of him. I'm like, that's really cool. Um, Oh, there's some stories we have to talk over beers later because I can't tell you that. <laughs> We're going to hold you to that. <laughs> but, they're, they're, but they're really some, some crazy awesome stuff. One of the things that uh, we talked about with Tiffany was how fast the dubbing industry is is changing with things like streaming and mm-hmm. simulcasting. And even, even if animation dubs are coming out faster than what they ever have, ha- have come out before. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you think that's changing the expectations of on the voice actors, both from an industry side and from a fan side? Well, from the fan side, they don't want quality to be sacrificed in any way, shape, or form. And I can, for one, let you know that we are not sacrificing quality. We are busting our butts to give the best we possibly can. Uh, sometimes it goes really fast, and some of the, uh, uh, the translations get kind of missed, and people get miffed about that. It's like, hey, we're, you know, we're, from my standpoint, we're actors. We're doing what we're told. We do what the director tells us. That's it. We go in, do our job, we leave. We do it the best we can. We give the best performance we possibly can. Moving faster just means you need more professional people. That means, you know, we have to really know what we're doing. Um, so people like going, well, I'm going to break in to, you know, be a voice actor. Well, you can, you're going to have to work your butt off. You know, I've been doing this for 25, 27 years, something like that. Um, not just anime, but, um, and I'm still learning things and things are changing the, the technology is changing, but what really doesn't change now is it moves so fast. You walk into the booth and you don't even know what you're working on sometimes, they, they play the scene. Oh, okay, which character am I? That guy. Okay, you look at the script. There's that. There's that. Let's get this voice. Which voice do we have? And they play a playback for you. Okay, that's the one. Great, let's do this. You know. That's got to be really tricky. I mean, not being able to get to know your character beforehand and to really you know, get into that role. Mm-hmm. I mean, how do, you, how do you find the ability to connect with that character? Well, know? the best way is, again, we rely very heavily on the directors. They tell us, okay, here's what's happened before. And there's this. But for the most part, we're playing scene by scene. So whatever the emotion is in that moment, that's what we're playing, which is like real life. You know, which really when you put it all together, it's like life is just a sequence of quick emotions in a different situation. And that's how we get to play it, actually. So it's like here's he's afraid and this is what's happened. Okay, go. Ah, you know. And there's a totally different scene. So you have to be able to switch, switch, switch. There's no place for taking the time. Okay, uh, give me a minute. I'm going to have to really psych myself up for this. No time. Go, go, go. So you've got to be able to go quick, quick, quick. And you have to be able to adjust by micro measurements by what the director tells you. You know, because there's so many different ways of, of rating one line. So you have to really be able to to tweak it in many different ways. It sounds like an environment that's very much sink or swim. I mean, you're kind of thrown into the deep end of the pool, and it's as, as someone who wants to be a voice actor, let's say, yeah. and you either got to be able to keep up or, or you're being left behind. As a result, how many projects would you say does it take before someone either realize they're not cut out for the job or they just stop? 
kind of getting hired or getting gigs? I'll let you know. <laughs> uh, I have no idea. I've done many, 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 many. I, I couldn't even tell you. I've, I've, I've easily done over a hundred, but um, I, you know, it's it's different for every person. I've met people who have been fans at conventions who are now doing roles in Hollywood, uh, who are getting getting work, and are like, "Well, good on you. You know, that's great. You got in. You you made things." Uh, there's a uh, what is it? There's a there's a sound studio in Hollywood. It says, uh, you know, it says break in, get skills, don't suck. <laughs> That's your job. That's it. I think it's Dave and Dave. Um, but anyway. Yeah, that's it. I mean, it is a profession like anything else. People don't realize that it takes a lot of work. And I'm very, very fortunate because I've been an actor for so long and it just kind of happened and rolled in. I got thrown in. It's like, here's, here's, the, here's the mic. Here's the thing. Go. Okay. Didn't know what I was doing. Did it. And apparently I was good at that. But I've, I've always had a natural talent for uh, acting, voice acting, anything that has mattered. Like, for example, I said uh, the first time I did a, uh, an ear prompter, you know, audio prompters. Um, that's the thing where you have um, you have a pre-recorded script that you, you have. You know, like you, you have a script that you're going to do uh, 10 minutes on a film. Uh, you have to record that script. And then you rewind it. And you put the, the earpiece in your ear, and it runs down the back of it. This is usually for live presentations and stuff. And you press play, and as that's playing in your ear, you're saying it. And you have to be able to do that. Right. I'm, they said, can you do that? Yes. <laughs> What's this again? <laughs> you know, that's the actor's code. It's like, what can you? Yes. You know, I, you, can, you, can, you can ride horses. I can next week. <laughs> and then you go, and you learn how to ride a horse, and then you go. Um, um, that's you can fake it till you make it at some point, but I've also had people who could do like an incredible voice, an incredible you know, it's like really spot on something. It's like really, really awesome, and then we get in the booth, and then they can't deliver because they can't get directed. Mm-hmm. They can do the voice, but only in those particular words that they have, and they're saying, okay, no, well, we need you to do this, and they can't do it. They can't do it. They can't take the direction. And I've seen people get fired right there, and they're gone. They won't be called back again because what just happened is now they've ruined an hour of production time and gotten the whole thing put, pushed back because now they've got to recast and find somebody else. And that's when they're going to call somebody like me or somebody, or some of the other voice actors who are going to come in and go, what's the voice? Let's go. Bam. Knock it out. Right. Awesome. Okay. Um, I think we're kind of winding down on time. Did you have any more questions or did you want to – I think we could do the rapid fire if you're okay with that. What the hell is that? (laughs) So basically what we've been doing is think of it like a word association Mm -hmm. where we will say a word. rapid fire. Rapid fire. (laughs) I don't know. I was like, what's a rapid fire? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're going to throw down (laughs) some raps. She's going to drop a fat beat and you're going to freestyle. That's what I was going to say, man. I was like, one, two, one, three, hit it. Apparently he is ready for this. Hey, I was I was a break dancer the first time around. Oh. So back in the day, yeah. There you go. All right. So I'm gonna say a word or a phrase and you just say the first thing that pops into your head. All right. Anime. Vagina. Japan. Vagina. Giant robots. Cheetos. Shinji Ikari. Kitten spanking. <laughs> Lost in a kitten spanking. Brina Palencia. Gorgeous. One thing people don't know about you. <laughs> Uh, I'm a real estate investor. There you go. Japanese snacks. Boggy. Anime convention. 
<laughs> we can edit this. Fun, 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 fun. <laughs> Cosplay. Fun, 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 fun. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for taking a half hour of your day. And My pleasure. 